0: Hello and welcome to episode four of the Project Edward 2023 podcast, My Role in the Safe System, with me, James Luckhurst. In this programme, we catch up with Chris Spinks, Managing Director of Westcotech, for a chat about the best ways of utilising technology to influence driver behaviour. But first, as it's mid-November, everyone in the road safety sector will be preparing to embrace one of the biggest happenings in the calendar. Road Safety Week. It's organised by Brake, and just a few days ago, I had the opportunity to find out a bit more.
1: My name is Lucy Straker, and I'm the campaigns manager at Brake, the road safety charity. Uh, My role essentially is to lead on all of Brake's campaigns. Um, We have, uh, our main goal is basically to have, you know, zero road deaths, Um, and also we as well as doing that, we also advocate and support uh, road crash victims as well. My main three criteria are, does it does it stop road deaths, does it stop road crashes, and does it support road victims? When, when we're looking at anything, we ask those three questions.
0: Let's talk about speed then. And, and I ask that, because, suggest that, because it is the theme of, of Road Safety Week that's just coming up. How did you come up with that theme?
1: Well, yes, uh, Road Safety Week um, starts on the 19th to the 25th of November. Um, Yeah, the theme we went with this year is let's talk about speed because there's been a lot of speed campaigns over the years. I've seen, I remember some when I was was young. Many people talked to me about their kind of favourite ones or the ones that they remember the most. But we've always kind of been telling people what, to do with regards to speed but we've found obviously recently um, with kind of Wales moving to a 20 mile an hour default speed limit that there's a lot of opinions around speed and a lot of assumptions as well um, so what we wanted to do is to host kind of like a, a national conversation to create a space where people felt open to talk about speed Whatever position they may be coming from, whatever sector they may be coming from. So, we've been kind of asking some kind of questions to kind of gauge people's responses. So, stuff like, is it ever okay to speed? Is there ever an occasion where you think it is okay to speed? Or if you're in a passenger seat and the driver was driving too fast or uh, for the road conditions or driving over the speed limit would you feel comfortable in asking them to slow down? And if not, why not? And then flipping that and asking people, if you were the driver and somebody in your car, one of your passengers asked you to slow down, how would you feel? How would you respond? Just try to understand people's kind of perceptions of speed with regard like we find that speeding is speeding is a crime so if you drive over the speed limit it is a crime and you will you you can get um you get caught by the speed cameras by the police you'll get can get points on your license all those kind of things however it is one it is something that is done every day by many many people we probably see every time you go on the on the road or if you're driving or if you're a pedestrian or a cyclist or whatever you are doing with regards to the road, you will probably see somebody driving at speed, maybe not excessive speed, but driving over the speed limit or driving faster for the road conditions.
0: And and I'm guessing that each person doing it will have a different reason or justification in their head for doing it. Therefore, the kind of one size fits all campaigning isn't going to work, is it?
1: That's it. We want to understand why that is, because a lot of the time when you talk about speeding, people think about those people doing like 50, 60, 70 and a 30. But speeding over the speed limit is speeding. And every time you choose to go at a certain speed, what you're doing is you are deciding that if there, if you do become a, come across a hazard, that, that choice that you've made to speed or what speed you go at decides on whether you're able to stop in time. It, des- it decides on whether you are able to – what the severity of the crash will be if you can't stop in time. So if you're driving at 20 miles an hour and somebody runs out into the road – and your stopping distance is twelve meters, then you you may not hit them because you are driving at a, a speed which may enables you to stop in time. But if you've chosen to drive at thirty or forty miles an hour, you may not be able to stop in time, and you may. So if you're choosing to drive faster, every time you drive a bit faster, it increases the severity of the crash that's going to happen. So it's just trying to understand kind of like why we do that, why why we kind of justify it to ourselves. Oh, it's because I needed to catch that train or I needed to get to this or um, it was it was really important that I did this or somebody was really far up behind me and I didn't know what to do. If we can really get get to understand what are those kind of, those motivators are for why we drive over the speed limit or faster than the road conditions need us to do, then we can start to really unpick it and get to a place where, Actually, speeding isn't socially acceptable, as it is at the moment. And we get to a place where everybody's driving at safe speeds. Now, let's bring in
0: the the families that the break has traditionally given a voice to. How helpful can the voice of the victim and their families be in in spreading messages and influencing behaviour of others?
1: I think they're um, extremely important. Um, we break. We run the National Road Victim Service, and so we we look. We kind of support and advocate for um, probably about a thousand uh, families every every year. And some of those families come to us afterwards and say that they want to, you know, be part of our campaigning work and help, kind of push for you know for safer driving and for, for zero road deaths and so there are there are a number of bereaved victims and families who are helping us on road safety week coming up and they're sharing their story and when we go and ask people what would influence you to to drive within the speed limit that quite a number of people say kind of hearing stories from people whose you know whose loved ones have died because of a road crash because of speed and those kind of things and hearing that and kind of understanding the consequences but sadly not everybody is impacted by that that people not everybody changes their way their kind of speeding kind of behavior because of that so we have to do kind of a number of different ways of sharing kind of the consequences so some people will adopt their speeding because they hear the a story of a bereaved victim and somebody will do it because there's more enforcement or there's a speed camera or those kind of things so we have to kind of it's not just a one size fits all we have to kind of to We've kind of offer a number of different ways for people to see and see themselves in those messages as well and realise that actually look at, do a bit of self-reflection and think, actually, it's not worth me driving an extra 5, 10 miles an hour to get to that appointment or to get to there because actually it doesn't add that much to your journey time anyway, but it does add more risk to your journey. I always say, like, how many times have you driven down the road and a, and a car's overtaking you at speed and then the next set of traffic lights you get to, you're sitting behind them because they've not really got that much further, but they have added to the risk of their journey. So that's why we need to have a, a number of ways to kind of show the consequences. And the brief victims are, are very important because it's very important to hear their, you know, to hear their story and hear their their voices and how we can make the world better for them. Kind of the pro crash response as well is so important as a. As a way to kind of achieving that vision zero of no road deaths, so hearing from bereaved victims is is vitally important. And It's something that we we work hard to do in a very supportive way as well. So we don't just put anybody out there. The people who come forward and, and do share their stories have worked with us for a while and are in a comfortable place where they feel like they can share their story for, to kind of help other people basically
0: just give us a, a, an idea of you know who's involved with uh, road safety week and and what sort of conversations you're looking forward to having uh, in when that comes along very shortly
1: well, we, uh, we are very lucky that we've got um, over 3,000 kind of um, organisations uh, right across the sector. The beauty of Road Safety Week is it's not just for one person. It's not just for one sector. It's not just for schools. It's not just for police or whoever. It's for everybody. It's for everybody who uses the road, which is everybody. Um, and so what we've tried to do is to split up the week a little bit so that we can um, kind of have different focuses um, like I say, we've got three thousand organisations signed up to to doing something um, within within their kind of organisation or within their communities, which means that we're going to be there's going to be about fifteen million people kind of involved in the week itself, which is which is really really great. So just talk through the week, kind of how it how it splits up. It starts on the nineteenth of November. It is also the World Day of Remembrance for Road Traffic Victims, and so we thought it was really important to kind of start uh, on that day and really give a, a platform to, to bereave victims and to really remember those those who have um, been affected by road crashes and road deaths. And then on the Monday, we called it Break Day, and that's when we're really kind of pushing our campaign messaging, which is around really kind of um, let's talk about speed. And we've done a number of surveys and we've been out in the streets talking to people. And we've got a number of different reports and videos and all those kind of things, which, we, which we're going to start to share about people's perceptions about speed. And we're not just showing people's voices that, that align with what we think. We're trying to show a, a, a real plethora our voices so that we can really understand everybody's perspective the tuesday we're kind of um assigning to emergency services so we've got a number of organizations from the emergency services involved there's some police officers doing some big fundraising challenges we've got other police kind of forces going out and doing like junior speed watches and we've got you know there's organizations uh, like air ambulance and those kind of things doing some blogs and that kind of stuff for us there's lots of activities happening the wednesday um is uh, schools and educators day so obviously Keeping children safe on on their journeys to and from school, and just generally keeping them safe, is really really important. And then on the Thursday, we're looking at kind of like professional drivers, and we've we've been working with a lot with uh, our kind of corporate partners as well. There's, we've got men, we've got some good sponsors such as like DHL and um, Arval and Autoglass, who are kind of really promoting that throughout their networks as well. On the Friday, it's known as Fleet Friday, so there we're really kind of delving into the fleets and we've we've done a lot of work with fleets and we've got a number we've got loads of different activities happening right across our kind of our fleet partners as well so to really kind of give them a voice and help them share road safety messages right across their sectors and right across their drivers and all those kind of things then on the saturday is what we call communities day opening it right up to everybody kind of like charities and religious organisations and just general communities kind of around your local area you know um what What are the real kind of key issues around speed around your local area? What we're doing is all through the week is we're kind of, we'll be posting polls and and questions and doing videos and things and trying to encourage as many people as possible to share their thoughts and their things. And then we'll, we'll try and amplify that. Side Road Safety Week, uh, well, uh, we have what we know uh, we call the Break 5 Challenge, uh, which is a fundraising challenge which we're running right throughout the week. And it's called Break 5 because five people die on our roads every day. And what we're asking people to do is sign up to the Break 5 Challenge and to do something uh, that's connected to the number five. So we've got people by baking like five cakes and selling them within their office. We've got people like our chief executive, Ross Morlock, cycling 555 miles, Throughout the week, um, I myself am running 55 kilometers um, throughout the month, and doing a five mile walk with some of my great colleagues as well. So there's, and we've got loads of other people involved right across, right across the sectors. There's there's a police um, officer called uh, Mike Templeman who's doing a really big kind of uh, run in Lincolnshire on the Sunday. So there's lots and stuff happening, and we really encourage people to get involved. The idea being that you can get involved from just doing a, a small five mile kind of walk with your friends or baking five cakes or you can do a really big 555 mile challenge if you want to so it's really open to everybody and we just really encourage everyone to get involved and then my job from after after the week has done uh, aside from having a bit of a sit down and a cup of tea and a biscuit will be to really kind of delve into all those assumptions and and perceptions and and thoughts and feelings and then we can we can start to really unpick how we can best move to a place where there are zero road deaths because we know that I think it's one in four crashes are a direct result from speeding, but also speeding is generally part of every single kind of road crash that happens. Because generally speaking, if um, a crash occurs, it's usually because somebody has been going too fast for whatever reason that may be. Uh, it may not be speeding, but it could be like too fast for the road conditions and those kind of things. So we've got loads and loads of different organizations involved sharing things, and we'll be we'll be revealing more things as we kind of go out through the week but i just encourage you to kind of uh, come onto our across our socials onto our website and just get involved share our things share your thoughts and views we're hoping to go on as many kind of talk shows and things as possible and, and get people's views and thoughts and those kind of things so yes yeah, just lots of lots of talking and and more importantly lots of listening as well
0: Lucy Straker from Brake, and we'll certainly be supporting Road Safety Week here at Project Edward. You can too on social media using the hashtag Road Safety Week. Thanks Lucy Straker and good luck. Now to the role of technology in influencing driver behaviour, and a conversation with one of Project Edward's longest serving supporters, recorded recently at Highways UK.
2: Chris Spinks, Managing Director of Wescotech. Chris, we're talking in this series
0: a lot about different people and their role in the safe system. Is that something
2: you've given some thought to and what would be your answer? Wesker is all about protecting people, saving lives on the road and making sure that they get home safe at the end of the day. And a big part of that is roadside furniture, is driver's ability to react to situations ahead of them and prevent collisions. So that is what we work to.
0: An interesting area is data. There's so much available now. How important is data to Wescotec and how do you see your relationship with data changing, developing in the future?
2: A high percentage of our signs are able to gather traffic data. So time, day, date, uh, 85th percentile, average speeds, high and low speeds, and that sort of data is what's required to enable local authorities, scheme designers, police forces to look at their deployment strategies. Data is, is everything because you need to see what's going on in a particular location to be able to put solutions in place to deal with whatever the issues are.
0: And what are the big issues, in your opinion, right now?
2: The kind of phrase that we use at Wescotech Tech is giving the driver an enhanced level of information to make a better decision when dealing with a situation. So over height or bridge warning, oncoming vehicle warnings, collision avoidance systems and also common or garden speed. So many drivers don't realise what speed they're doing and when you couple the fact that they don't know how fast they're going and the fact that they don't know what speed limit they're in, then that is a recipe for disaster. So Wesker Tech's vehicle activated signs with LEDs and you know, give those absent-minded drivers the information they need to then slow down and, and do the proper speed in the proper area. And
0: do you have uh, evidence that that works?
2: Everywhere from Heathrow Airport's perimeter road to collision reduction in Northumbria with collision avoidance systems, we have it everywhere. We have over 13,000 signs in the UK now, so that data availability is a huge store for people to be able to look at what's going on in their area and make appropriate decisions with cost-effective data, cost-effective interventions to then, as I say, keep people safe on the road. And how do you
0: see it developing?
2: We are developing remote access data so that people will be able to access the data from the signs remotely. We already have that in place in several um, areas now and more and more people are coming on board with that. We have um, collaboration with various companies that will enable us to access more data and we'll give them access to the data that we're collecting to to make things so much better and more effective for the whole country in terms of road safety. You
0: might be willing to comment on a wider issue that has been in the headlines recently, this war on motorists. Are you, are you part of the war on motorists? And...
2: Absolutely not. And as an ex-traffic cop, I may well have been considered to be part of the war on motorists. But when I was on the road as a, um, as a PC sergeant and a chief inspector, ultimately, my job was to educate, enforce if necessary, and as I, as I say so much, make those journeys safer and ensure those people get home. All of Wesker Tech's products are about education. We don't do anything about enforcement. So I don't see us as part of the war on motorists. I see us as part of the solution to keep motorists safe. Everything should be in the round. So the road traffic law is exactly the same as any other law. Very few people get killed by shoplifters and people who commit criminal damage. But far too many people are getting killed by people on the road who are breaking the law.
0: Last question, Chris. Your opportunity, if you were
2: roads minister for the day, what would be on your to-do list? If I was roads minister for the day, I would listen properly to the people that know. And I would listen to local authorities, I would listen to local people, and I would make sure that there were mechanisms in place to deal with local problems. Because we're based in Norfolk, I've been a police officer in Norfolk and Suffolk, The problems there are so different to the problems in inner inner cities in Manchester and London on the M25. And you can't just deal with all of them with a uh, one-size-fits-all approach. We have to break it down to local areas and deal with the local issues.
0: Chris Spinks from Westcotech, And that brings this episode to an end. Do encourage all your friends and colleagues to like our podcast and download it from their favourite podcast platform. Or simply tune in via the Project Edward website. Next week, it'll be Darren Lindsay in the chair. He'll be in conversation with Mark Cartwright of National Highways. Don't miss it. But for now, from me, James Luckhurst, it's
2: goodbye.